Hey guys, I'm so glad you guys were able to tune in today. I have a very important thing I want to speak about today. And as you can see in the title, it is imposter syndrome. So some of you guys have probably went through this before or is currently going through this. So I just want to shed some light on this. I went through this syndrome, I would say, after I graduated from nursing school. So I graduated on the 11th of December 2021 and I would say like a week later I was just feeling so down and I don't know if I would call it like depression maybe like a mild depression for a period of time but I just couldn't understand what I was feeling and why I was feeling this way because you know I should be celebrating, you know, I just finished nursing school, nursing, as some of you, some of you guys know, nursing school is very hard and rigorous. And for someone to graduate and accomplish that, that's a big thing. But I was happy when I, I would say during the week of, you know, graduation and everything. But once I was done, it was like reality hit me. I was just so down and I think it was probably because of the fact that I was now going through a transition phase because I spent most of my time being a student um, studying just putting my all my time my energy and money too into school and so for me to be in a situation where I no longer uh, I'm no longer in school so reality hits me like what am I gonna do well, I know I have to like study and pass my NCLEX, but I just started feeling like, well, am I competent enough to be a registered nurse? Am I safe enough to do that type of work? Because nursing is not easy, guys. Like I've been an LPN for about for almost three years now, almost well, two years and a half, but who's counting? <laughs> and I'm always learning something every day. And being in an environment of the hospital, looking, thinking about it, it's even scarier, you know? And so I would say I really was like, yo, I really have to talk to somebody because I guess I don't understand why I'm feeling this way. So I was just going on YouTube and I followed this nurse. Her name is Jasmine G and she was, I haven't seen her on YouTube for a while, but I do follow her on Instagram and she was just explaining on the reason why she hasn't posted and she is um, currently a practicing nurse practitioner and she was just like, you know, I was depressed. I had just, you know, finished school and I was just not really into doing YouTube anymore. So I was also watching other views, but let me just put a disclaimer. I'm not saying that she had imposter syndrome. She didn't state that she had imposter syndrome. She just said she was depressed. So I myself believe I have, I had imposter syndrome, but I also had some mild depression um, after I graduated. So I related to her. I would, re I related with her on that aspect. And then I watch other people's videos of um, others who have graduated and who have said they too went through imposter syndrome. So I just want to share with you guys what it is, um, what are some examples of that so you can recognize the signs and how do we cope with it? 
Um, Is it treatable? Is it a mental disorder? So I went to two websites. Um, One of them is from um, hbr.org and the other one is verywellmind.com. So what is imposter syndrome? It is basically doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. It is an, an it is an internal experience of believing that you are not competent as others perceive you to be. These people doubt their accomplishments. This can be seen among high achievers who are unable to internalize and accept their success. Wow. You know, I was also reading this other article that stated that um, Taraji P. P. Henson and what's her, what's that lady's name? Lapita Nyong'o. She was also a per, these two people were people who have said they have gone through um, imposter syndrome. And it looked like I've, I've been dealing with this for a while, guys, because... <laughs> My sister would compliment me on something, whether it's what I was wearing or just how I did something. And I would always just downplay it. Like, I always felt like, uh, it's not all that. Like, oh, um, I like your shoes. Oh, these old things. I have, I had those, I had these shoes for, for a year now. Stuff like this, guys, messes up how we view ourselves. Why could I not just say thank you? Why did I have to downplay her compliment? Because I thought when I did it, it was more of humbling myself. But really, it's not. It's actually showing insecurity. Like, let's be real. Let's be real, guys. You know, a lot of times when people give you compliments and instead of saying thank you, you give them 50 reasons why they shouldn't even give you a compliment. But we'll get into that later. Let's look at what are some examples of imposter syndrome. Setting exceedingly high goals and high expectations. Being a perfectionist, never completely happy with their work. Focus on the details and not the bigger picture. Not feeling enough or adequate or not even being satisfied with their level of understanding. These people like to overwork or try to compensate. Hmm. I know for me, when I finished school, you know, people were like, oh, you know, that's such a big accomplishment. You know, you finished nursing school. But I just felt like, well, I've seen a lot of other people do it. What makes me special? What makes it so special? The last girl did it, you know. I've been chasing this dream to become a nurse, which I am already a nurse. I'm an LPN. But I've been trying to become an RN since 2014. That's like seven to eight years. And I didn't even go to a bachelor's program. I went to an associate's program. So I still have to eventually go back to school to get my bachelor's. You guys, this is the, this is the negative talk. This is the negative conversation that, I, I, that I've been having with my mind. This is what's causing me to feel depressed feeling like well I'm not doing enough you know and I just wanted to talk about this because I don't feel like a lot of people are speaking about it because a lot of people are going through this than more than you think and we can't bring awareness if nobody's talking about it you know let's talk about what are ways that we can cope 
with imposter syndrome. Let's see here. You want to set smaller or realistic goals. You don't have to always have like a like long-term goals. It could be as small as, all right, tomorrow I'm going to try to attempt to organize my desk for about 20 minutes. Like you think, ah, oh, whatever, it's just a task. But no, it's still a goal. A goal is whatever you make it. So after, once, you know, I clean up my desk and that 20 minutes is done and my desk is the way that I want it within the 20 minutes, maybe you may need longer. But there's a sense of relief, a sense of accomplishment after completing that task. Embrace it. Pat yourself on the shoulder or the back of your shoulder. <laughs> you did it. The other one is, well, I kind of spoke about it before for the other point. Congratulate and praise yourself when you complete something, even if you perceive it as small. Don't compare yourself to others. I've had a problem with that. I had a problem with that because, you know, as much as you're like, oh, you know, people only show the stuff they want to show you on Instagram or on Facebook or whatever the social media is. But sometimes it's hard for it to register because when you're seeing people that you went to school with or people that you have spoken to who have come across your life, they are doing big things, um, you know, they are in their career or they're probably in like grad school. They're engaged, married, you know, having kids, buying a home buying these luxury cars. So you start to feel like, okay, I'm my, I'm starting to feel like my life is stagnant, feeling like I'm not able to move forward, you know? But you sometimes have to take a step back from all of that, from social media. There are times where I can go a week without social media. And not only is it like a little detox from my mind, but it's also a way for me to put my energy and time into something else, you know? Sorry if I keep saying you know, guys. Because <laughs> you don't know the person's journey. You don't know how they got there. Because the grass ain't always greener on the other side. The next point. There is something always to learn and sometimes feeling, or no, not sometimes feeling, but sometimes failure is unavoidable. There's always something to learn, guys. Like I said, even being an LPN for about two years, two to three years, I'm learning something every day. And not only in my career, but in my personal life, social life, I'm learning something every day. And I start learning things about myself too. And it's okay because learning is ongoing and it never stops. Failure is unavoidable. I know people may be afraid of taking risks. I'm the, I was that too. I was afraid of taking risks, afraid of failing, because I know what fail, failure feels like. And I, I'm sure some of you guys do too. There are levels to failing, because there's some failures, y'all. Like, it's like, how do I get back up? But at the end of the day, it's all about how you push forward. What are you going to do to make things better? What are you going to do to get yourself out of this funk, this space. Because it's not permanent. It's temporary. Don't let it become permanent. Like the song from Aaliyah, if you don't succeed, dust yourself off and try again. That's all I have for you guys for today. 
Thank you for tuning in and listening to me. I hope to, well, I can't say I hope to see you guys. I'm so, <laughs> but I hope you guys tune in next time. You guys have a great day, great week. Bye.